Hey, dear. My mom said that, or my, my dad called and said that my mom made a enchilada casserole. If we want to Ooh. Okay. Let me let me record my podcast and then we can go over and do that. How long is that going to be? Eh, about a half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds excited. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Cloud Whisperers. I'm David Broussard. And I am Brian Cheatham. Hey, Brian. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. I was on yeah. cue that time. You were on cue that time. That's that's great. And, and I'll tell you, um, that is uh, that is that is, that warms my cold heart as I'm sitting down here <laughs> in, you know, um, cold San Antonio today. We had that little cold front come through, and I was... Yeah talking to some people up in Denver on a phone call and I'm like, I'm wearing a jacket because I'm freezing. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, well, how cold is this? I said, well, it got down to like 35 last night and it'll be up to like 55 today. And they're like, okay, our high was 35. <laughs> and I'm like, but you live in the mountain. See? Thin Texas blood, man. Thin <laughs> right. Texas blood. I've lived here too long. I've here, lived here too long for that kind of stuff. I went but, yeah, I, walk this morning and I had my chilies on and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Well, see, that's the funny part is when I go for my walk tonight and it's going to be 35 degrees or 38 oh. degrees or whatever, I'll still be in shorts because, <laughs> yeah. because that's just me. I wear shorts all the time. Now, I might have on like a hoodie and a jacket and stuff like that, but I'll still be wearing shorts. It, it has to get windy and super cold for me to put on pants. Uh, yeah. My son uh, is the same way. It's so funny. Yep. Yep. Well, that's cool. So, Brian, what have you been up to lately? Well, I've, I've had some time off. I mentioned that last time. And, yeah, I've been working on my course, but I've also been working on things around the house. Um, and I think Fine. just the times that we're in, I think a lot of people are doing that, right? They're, they're working on things around the house. They're repairing things that those unfinished projects <laughs> around the yeah. house. And uh, one of – well, I have several other things that, that I've done uh, is I have – separated out my networks here at the house using the ubiquity it was inspired by Sean McDonough um, from the uh, the last time yeah. that we talked to him uh, several episodes ago uh, in his uh, his quest for fiber <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but I, I was able to separate out the all of my networks so I have a you know a, a cheetah's home network I've got a cheetah's IOT for the internet of things devices and all of that mm -hmm. so my mm -hmm. TVs and things like that and then I have a cheetah's work and I basically give myself more bandwidth on that particular uh, network <laughs> um, that way my my son or whoever else in the house doesn't use everything up and then we have a guest wireless um, yeah so the ubiquity actually gives you the capability of doing an HTML page uh, that has a you know a, a password that you type into the HTML page. So if it's somebody that we don't know very well, we basically have them hit the guest network. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, so we've got that all separated out. So I got all that done. And then other than that, man, I've been repairing fences, putting my carpenter hat on and you know fixing uh, repairing fences to, so I don't have to have it completely replaced and um, but you know you're welcome to come over and fix my fence because mine is <laughs> held together with, steel wire that I've wrapped around like multiple boards and trying to hold it up. So the dog, you know, that it doesn't just fall over. Uh, I, when the go good. 
I was say when the hurricane came through, it knocked over the fencing. And uh, while we've replaced half of it, or I should say the neighbor replaced half of it and we paid for part of it, um, the other other ha- other neighbor and I haven't come to an agreement on how much we're gonna how we're gonna split that cost just yet. <laughs> so yeah, you you can laugh at me and and, and people are gonna think uh, that that I'm cheap, mm-hmm. but one of the you know four by four is rotted. Uh, so ah, yeah. you know you really have to replace a lot of the fence if one of those goes, goes on you. Um, because, and especially where we live with the, you know, the rock and the limestone and everything else. And we're basically on a, on a piece of rock anyway, that's our house is built. So I found a, I, I literally found a screw. It's a big screw that you can screw into the ground to anchor. And then I'm going to put a, hmm basically a diagonal post, uh, you know, two by four to hold it up temporarily until I can get the fence replaced. <laughs> so oh, that's cool. Well, like I said, man, whenever you want to come over to my place, I'll, I'll, I got some beer you can have and, and you can fix my fence for me. <laughs> I mean, I can, if you buy some ubiquity stuff, I'll come over and help you. Out oh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll see about that. All so, right. yeah. So, so, so around the Broussard household, uh, we, uh, we had, I got, I got into VR very, very early and I had bought a, um, uh, a Microsoft mixed reality headset and it finally gave up the ghost about six months ago. And my son has been very sad that he can't go in and play tiny town. Um, and so I was looking around and I decided to buy a new VR headset. And so I got an Oculus quest two. And one thing I like about it is it's, it's completely disconnected. There's no cables, right? Of course, what we want to get now is a cable for it because my son still wants to play tiny town and that's got to be played with it still connected to a PC. Um, so we're still, we're still working through that little problem. I bought the cable, but it doesn't recognize the PC and I'm not sure if it's the PC cause it says it needs to have USB 3.2. And I think this yeah. PC only has USB 3.1. Um, and so it's, but, but I'll tell you the, the quest two is a lot of fun. It has two controllers as opposed to the Oculus go, which only had one. Um, and it is completely disconnected and, uh, it's, you know, I got the family into playing beat saber, which if you haven't played is just hilariously fun to sit there and have a a red and a yellow, a red and a blue lightsaber basically. And these boxes come at you with arrows telling you how to cut them. And then it's playing music. Right. And so like, uh, we bought, we bought the panic at the disco edition. So you get the greatest showman. And so, you know, as it's going, (laughs) Oh, and, and, and while you're doing that, things are coming at you and you're having to kind of like rock band or anything like that. You're having to, you're having to whack out these, um, yeah. these patterns and stuff like that with the beat sabers, which is a lot of fun. And it's good. It's pretty good exercise while you're at it. My daughter's been doing it every day, uh, to get some exercise and, um, it, it is, it is fun to do. So your stuff is always so much cooler than mine. I mean, well, our listeners see, have to think, I think, you know, I think the reverse you're, is you're true because cool you're person. like, ooh, you've got like different networks and you actually are Wi-Fi. You see, I solved my problem with long ass Ethernet cables, right? <laughs> Everybody in my house is plugged in so we can't move so that we, we don't have that problem. Whereas you're like, oh, well, I'll just install multiple networks and then I'll give myself more bandwidth. And, and I'm like, that's I, man, that's I'm, cool. I'm a nerd. See? <laughs> I'm a nerd. Oh, yeah. True yeah. nerd. Well, you know, Brian, since you're talking about being a true nerd, uh, we, we, we were thinking about this uh, before the show and trying to figure out what it is we want to actually talk about today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you brought up some, some conversations about 
how, you know, you know, you know, what are the security defaults that Microsoft gives you and when should you use conditional access? And, and, and it got me to thinking at a little bit higher level, um, when should an organization buy enterprise licenses versus buying the business licenses that Microsoft sells? And so obviously the first part of that is, do you have fewer than 300 employees? Right. So if you have more than 300 employees, then you're definitely in the enterprise realm. But if you compare what you get for Microsoft business um, licenses versus the e-licenses, Microsoft is bundling a heck of a lot more functionality into those licenses now. And uh, amazingly, there's an awful lot that you can do with them uh, that's that's pretty darn cool. So, uh, yeah. so let's go ahead and talk about that a little bit from your standpoint. And uh, and let's let, let's talk about you know when is the time or, or what value do you see in the business licenses uh, over the um, the regular enterprise licenses? Well, I mean, I think obviously the the, the first thing is if you're less than 300 users, um, people and customers tend to think that they can't get access to the enterprise type of functionality. Right. Right. So when we say enterprise type of functionality, I'm talking about the Microsoft 365, uh, Azure 80 Premium, the mm -hmm. Microsoft Intune, the virtual desktop, those sort of things. I mean, you can always buy those as add-ons, right? But I think the the misnomer or, the, or by EMS, right? Or by EMS or by the right. 365 full license as opposed to just the productivity suite and the security suite separately. Right. And it, it gets gets pricey, right? Those add-ons add up and and so do the, the bundles are going to be cheaper than the 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 add-ons and, and, and all of well, that. Right? So the, as, the as an example, if, if you bought if you bought the E3 level, right, of yep. of a Microsoft 365 license, it's going to cost you 20 bucks a user a month. Okay. That's right. And you get your Microsoft suite and you get um, a terabyte of OneDrive storage and you get Office Pro Plus, right? Right. Um, if you then wanted to get the EMS side, it's going to cost you another about eight bucks a month. So you're paying right, right at about 28 bucks a month uh, yep. to go ahead and have, um, you know, uh, basically Azure AD Premium P1 in combination with, you know, your office stuff. And then if you want to go to the E5 level and get higher level of security, now you're up to $35 a month for the office license and $15 a month for the EMS licenses or more if you want to get the compliance and security suites instead right. of more functionality. Right. Well, and, and then if you get into multi-geo and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's even more expensive. It's yeah. even more expensive. Yeah. But, so, yeah. So, mm -hmm. so if you have less than 300 employees and you want to be multi-geo, you're still in the inter enterprise <laughs> license. You're not doing, you're not doing multi-geo and business licenses. That's right. But, Correct. but Microsoft does offer a couple of licenses at the standard level that are actually pretty decent yep. um, that, that people can take a look at. And so, um, you know, if we think about that, um, you know, what, what are some of the, what are some of the things that you get out of that Microsoft 365 business license? Yeah. So the, you know, there's different versions of that and Microsoft, like we talked about last time, they like to rename things. <laughs> um, yeah. but basically you have Microsoft 365 business basic, mm -hmm. you know, and that gets you everything but the office apps. 
right? So you get, uh, you know, the the web and mobile office apps. You get the ca- email and calendaring. You get a 50 gig mailbox. Yeah. Uh, and and by the way, that's what I use for my family, right? Yeah. I've got three licenses of it. It costs me about 18 bucks a month with tax, right? And I pay month to month. Um, and uh, it works great. We have email. We've got Teams. We've got SharePoint. We don't really use the SharePoint. But with the but the OneDrive, but what we don't have is we don't have Office on the desktop, right? Right, right. And so I end up buying, yeah, so I end up buying the Office 365 home so that I can have five people in the house using Office on the desktop. It's another hundred bucks a month. Yeah. So, (laughs) so yeah, I like the Microsoft business basic apps. That's what I use at home, but it does require, if, because my wife is a writer, she needs to have Office on the desktop. I have to pay a hundred dollars a year to get that in addition. Okay. Okay. Um, so and if you think about it, a hundred bucks a year, you know, uh, you know, that's, that, that's not quite 10 more bucks a month. Um, and so I have thought about upgrading to one of the better level plans, right? right? Um, yep. so, so let's talk about, to, let's talk about that standard. Yeah. So you can go to the business standard. So mm-hmm. Microsoft 365 business standard, and these all are Microsoft 365 business. That's how they all start. Right. This one is the standard, mm-hmm. and that one adds the desktop apps. So you get to install the desktop apps on up to five PCs, on up to five Macs, on up to five mobile devices. Mm-hmm. So you get the Office apps as part of that. Okay, right. so it's just like we had in the past. And I think it used to be called Business Essentials and Business Premium, right? Those were the names of it before these two. Now it's called Microsoft 365 Business Standard, and that gets you the Office 365 apps. So the ones that you install on your, you know, the actual application that you install on a PC or a Mac or or on your mobile device. But but otherwise, it's basically the same. That's correct. Yeah, Mm -hmm. otherwise, it's basically the same. Okay. Correct. And, and I think and the only so, other difference, the other only other slight difference is that they do have some additional business apps that you get with the standard that don't come with basic. Um, those would be uh, bookings and mile IQ. I think there's a few of those additional business apps that you don't get with basic that you get with standard. Yeah, and bookings is actually um, bookings is actually very, very useful. Uh, it's, it it's really a great, is. It, it's a great for, for small organizations and even for large ones. If you're trying to get somebody to get an appointment with you, book is a great way to go ahead and handle that stuff. Okay. Yep. So, so great. that makes sense. Business basic, it's web only, it's inexpensive, it's web only, and it, and it works. If I want to step up to actually getting the desktop apps and getting say bookings in the mile IQ, right. Um, then I could go ahead and, and upgrade and and it's going to cost twelve fifty a month or in other words another what seven fifty uh, at that right. point in time right yep. um, which you know uh, makes a certain amount of sense if you take that if you take that seven fifty and you just looked at it from a pro plus standpoint right then it's a, it's it's actually a little bit less expensive than the well actually it, it's actually it's a little bit more expensive than if you bought one home O365. They have that O365 personal versus family. That's 70 bucks a year. I pay the I pay the hundred bucks a year because I get I get mul- I get six devices. They used to be five, now it's six, right? Um around that. But but yeah, that that could certainly that would certainly be an applicable way of doing things for for not that much more money on a given month. Um yeah. but yeah I like this- to talk the the users and or the customers into 
the buying the actual desktop apps. You know, okay. I, I like to go that direction. And the reason for that is there, there's a lot. Now you get these applications that are consistently updated every month, right? Oh, Depending I, on what channel you're on and everything yep, else, right? Yep. And there's all of these really cool things that are coming out with these applications. One of the things that I love, just as one example, is in PowerPoint, they have this design ideas feature. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Seen that. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Just, it's spectacular, man. I mean, I, I'm horrible at designing slides and that whole thing. And you mm -hmm. just click that button, man, and it gives you five or six different ways you can present a slide. So that's some of the things that you can do in the full desktop app that you can't do in a, in a web interface, in a, in a web, you know, app. So um, that's why I try and encourage people to go the desktop apps route. And now you've got the app on your mobile device, too. Well, just to let you know, the design ideas is in the web app as well. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Everything there, everything that is in PowerPoint on the desktop is in the web. So well, you can actually it. go into there. Oh, it's there. Um, another thing that's really cool, by the way, and this this is the thing that, that I love. Um, there is a feature inside of Word, both the desktop and on the web, that is a writing summary. Okay. And you right. can actually choose the that. style yeah. of writing that you want it to be. Is it business? Is it formal? Is it informal? I was writing this essay. It was an informal essay. Uh, uh, my uh, chemistry, chemistry teacher from high school and I were corresponding with each other. And I was yeah. putting all my thoughts together into a Word document. And it was coming up with all of these things that I was like, oh, you know, I wouldn't say that normally. And, and, and I was looking at it and I said, wait a second, I have this drop down here. And I changed it from formal to informal writing. And contractions, all kinds of stuff like that suddenly stop being squiggly lines because it said, Oh, you're, you're, you're writing informally. I can yeah. let you approach this a different way. So, wow. um, but, but I, I do agree with you, by the way, people are more comfortable with the yeah. desktop app than they are a lot of times with the web apps. It's one of the reasons that I try to use the web apps all the time is I like to tell people, you know, you can use these things going forward. Yeah. Um, if you I know. had no idea design ideas was in. Yeah. It's, the it's in there. It's and crazy. actually here's another one for you that you may, you may not know about. There's a thing in PowerPoint online that's called um, uh, presentation coach. Okay. When you go to yes, do your slides, I've seen that, yeah, that one's only, that one's only in the web but it yeah. listens to you while you're talking and it gives you feedback on your dry run of your presentation, where you go too fast, where you go too slow, yeah. if you're reading the slide, that kind of stuff. Well, and that, that would make sense too because of the Teams interface and all that and what they can embed and, and do mm -hmm. different things mm -hmm. within Teams. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, you know, it's the, the again, I think the 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 web apps are, are, are very powerful by themselves. Uh, business basic is definitely a way to go. Yeah. Um, but having the desktop apps is and especially having them on your mobile device too, oh, yeah. um, is, is a reason to to go ahead and buy that that business standard. No, and and, and I I a hundred percent agree with that. And like I said, my wife would my wife would throw a riot if I told her I wanted her to edit <laughs> her books in 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 the web, right? Um, right. so I, I get that. So business standard makes sense. The big difference there is we're getting that desktop app. We're getting bookings. Yep. We're getting mile IQ, but they've now released this business premium, which as I right. look at it, it looks like you just got, uh, an E3, uh, M365 E3, including EMS license at the same time, because it includes defender 
It includes AIP. It includes Intune. You know, to me, it, yeah. it looks like it looks like you just for for a lot less. You just got well, maybe not a lot less, but you know, at least ten bucks less a month. You're getting um, the 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 full level of security as well. Yeah, and Azure AD Premium. So now we've got MFA, you know, SSPR. You know, the self service password reset, conditional yeah. access, single sign on for for apps. So, and this is interesting too because. The course that I'm developing, um, I actually opted to go the route of, of narrowing in on uh, helping MSPs with securing Microsoft 365. Mm-hmm. And when I really started looking at the different licensing options, I'm like, wait a minute, th- this Microsoft 365 business premium is really the biggest bang for your buck. Because yeah. for $20 per user per month, you get all of those things. So you right. get everything that we just talked about with basic and standard, but now I'm getting Azure AD Premium so I can do MFA with conditional access, right? Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, hey, if I'm coming from a particular location, um, you know, may, call that a trusted location, don't require MFA. Or if I'm not in that particular set of IPs, yep. require MFA. Um, so, and I have a lot of flexibility around that. I get the Defender for Office 365, which was called Advanced Threat Protection, like we talked which, about. Which 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 only came with the E5 license. That's right. Right. That's right. Which was which was actually thirty five bucks a month. Now you're not yep. getting the or it was two dollars as an add on. So if if you just went yeah. with the two dollar add on, then it then you're looking at twenty two dollars plus the That's eight dollars. Right. So you're up to thirty bucks. Easily, um, easily. And 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 you're getting it for twenty. So. Yeah. And by the and way, it, these are all list prices available off the Microsoft website. Uh, you, your prices may vary. Yeah, your prices may vary. Uh, and, and, well, we're we're going to speed that up, right? You're yeah. going to make that go like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll figure out a way to. That's that's probably going to be our outtake. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then so now you've got the the PC and mobile device management too. So you've got Intune and that you can leverage. The other thing that you get is you get DLP. Oh yes. So you do get DLP as part of this as well. Now it's limited in, in what you, what you can do as far as a, an enterprise. If you, if you were to go with the full fledged E3, obviously you're going to get more features, Mm -hmm. but you do get components or, or, um, you know, a subset of the features of that DLP. So, and the other thing that that you get access to in in a, in a limited capacity as well is 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 a virtual desktop. So there, there's there's a lot of things included in this business premium license. the The issue with virtual desktop or something like that is you'd have to have the Azure infrastructure. So there's going to be some Azure spend for you there. Um, right. But if you really think about all of the things that you're getting with that business premium license, it really is the biggest bang for your buck. If you're a you know a customer that is under 300 users, now what you could do is you if you grow, say for example, and you you add another 50 users or you acquire a company or something like that, you can go out and buy Office 365 E3. 
That's and provide those licenses on top of the 300. You're just limited to that 300 within that same uh, subscription. Right. So well, and, or or alternatively, if you suddenly discover that you know you've got a core group of users, say your accounting department or your C-level C-suite people, right, who need those additional features, or you want to provide for them the PBX in the cloud and you want to provide for them soft PCs and stuff like that, you can mix those licenses, as you pointed out. You can have an right. E5 license embedded with your business licenses. Uh, and as long as you stay, you know, those, you just can't have more than 300 of those business licenses inside your organization. And yep. because they are, as we can see, you know, the, the business standard license is very similar to the $20 E3 license, not completely, Right. It's got a, it, it, it's not, it, it's actually more like an E1 with Pro Plus, right? Which would also cost $20. Right. Uh, but it's, it's, it's $750 a, a month less. And that business premium for $20 a month is about $10 less than for the yep. same features that you would get. And frankly, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know, there's a lot of organizations, especially smaller ones, that don't know how to implement Intune and don't know how to implement. Yep. Um, the the exchange online protection and doing things like that. And so having Microsoft do some of this stuff for you and make it simpler, well, that's a that that that's a big that's a big benefit as well. Yeah, for sure. And it and it's a great way. It's a great like I said, I'm running it for my family, right? Yeah. Uh, and I do it for my family because you know I I, I want to have my own tenant that I can always play around with. Yes, I can go get a free one from Microsoft. You know, 25 users renew once a year. Yeah. As long as you do some work in it, you're great. But but in reality, that's always going to be a demo tenant, right? I want my email address parked yeah. in as a location, and I want a place where I can store tax records and I can store other stuff and yeah. not have to worry about it, right? And configure SSO with a you know an external application or something like that. Oh, oh you now you're now you're just talking crazy talk, man. I mean, come uh, on. Hey, <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I get I get I get four wireless networks at my house. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in summary, if you've got less than 300 people in your organization, you should strongly consider using the business, the business um, standard Free. or business premium licenses yeah. because yeah. of the stuff that it brings to your organization. And the fact that it means that for what you would have spent for just a plain old E3 license, you could also get some of the security features that are like an E5 license and the EMS licenses. And that's, that, right. that's only good for your organization. Yep. And it's a, you know, it's a good way to make sure that you're being as secure as, as, as you can be, mm. even as a, you know, a, a smaller, you know, a smaller company. Yep. Uh, so have, using that business premium license, I can do a lot more around securing my Office 365 tenant. Okay. Well, Brian, we have come to that time again. Do that you know what time, time it is? It is it is time to uh, go eat. No, no, not not yet, not yet. You've got a few more minutes before you can go have your have your barbecue or whatever it is you're having for dinner tonight. I am having enchilada casserole, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but it is time. It is time for one last thing. One last thing. So we thought this being the first episode for the Cloud Whisperers for 2021 that uh, we would go ahead and talk about New Year's resolutions. And yes. uh, it, it, it's tough for me because I actually don't usually do New Year's resolutions. Um, uh, you know, I, I always kind of hate this whole thing of deciding I'm going to do something different for the year. And then by the middle of January, I'm not doing it anymore. 
right? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I have learned, like, for example, uh, I used to do Weight Watchers uh, many years ago and lost a lot of weight with them, put it back on and lost it, put it back on and lost it, right? But <laughs> in that time frame, boy, the January meetings are just absolutely packed. I mean, oh, yeah. everybody shows up and joins in January. Same thing with the gyms uh, yeah. and the Y and all kinds of, because people look at the new year as a time they, you know, even though it's just an arbitrary date on the calendar, right? There's really nothing different between December 31st and January 1st. It, there's really nothing different, but we yeah. intellectually want it to be different. So, yeah. um, I've been thinking a little bit about what am I, what am I thinking about how I want to do things differently this year? And, uh, I, I don't have a great answer for it, but I, I think in the end, the answer that I'm going to come back with is uh, I, I actually, you know, I, I actually want to um, uh, I, I, I want to spend more time in, in, in kind of playing around with some of the tech stuff that's out there. Right. Um, I, I have I have other hobbies that I do that I very much enjoy, but those other hobbies are taking away time that I could be learning about some of this tech stuff. And I want to, I want to kind of get into, and and the hardest part for me is setting up a schedule to like actually write blog entries. Right. Yeah. Um, That's the part that I just have a really hard time with um, is doing blog entries and stuff like that. And so I think what I'm going to, what I'm going to try to do is been talking with David Warner and trying to get more involved with the sharing is caring group. And yeah, committing awesome. to and committing to being on some of those calls and answering questions and helping them organize things uh, behind the scenes is that will make me that'll make me committed to doing some stuff. So that's yeah. my resolution. What about you, Brian? Awesome. What are you what are you thinking about? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's I'm kind of the same way when it comes to resolutions. And, you know, sometimes they sometimes I'll make it into February. It just really depends. Um, there was a time <laughs> there for a while that I would spread them out and say, okay, I, you know, January, I'm going to do this February and that mm-hmm. falls apart around March. Um, my, my thing, man, is just routine. Mm. You know, it's, we're, we're in this, you know, situation where a lot of us are working from home now. And I, and I think that's probably going to be the new norm uh, moving forward, right. Uh, uh, because of this, uh, you know, pandemic and everything that we're in and the work from home and in that sort of thing. So, Routine for me is is important because once I close the door to this room, I need to be in work mode. So when you're at the yep. house, what you tend to do, right, is roll out of bed and just go straight to your keyboard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've found is that I do better if I have a routine. So in the morning, I get up and I will meditate mm-hmm. and I will write in my journal Mm-hmm. I will go for my walk. I'll do my walks and all that in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then I take a shower and I actually get dressed. I don't, you yeah. know, get completely dressed. I'm put on slacks and a tie or anything like that. But, you know, I get dressed. I mm-hmm. go through that whole thing. I make sure my son gets off to the bus. And then that's when I get in around probably around 730. So I get up pretty early mm-hmm. and I do social media stuff. And that's where I'm going to kind of uh, blog and, you know, that'd be kind of my my 30, 45 minute window to do those things before my workday starts. So that's kind of my plan for this year. I've been doing good with it so far. Um, It fits the whole work from home scenario for me very well. Uh, I'm the type that likes to drive somewhere and go into the office that 
that drive is actually, you know, driving a vehicle somewhere to an office kind of puts me in the work mindset. So I have to have something else to, to well, replace it, that. It gives you time. Also. It gives you time to be by yourself, yeah. listen to the radio, listen to a podcast, podcast. You know, do something yeah. that allows you to have a demarcation. It's one of the reasons why Microsoft is going to be releasing their virtual commute in Microsoft Teams in the near future, right? Yeah. And the idea is, is that you can, that look, if you normally start your day at eight o'clock, we're going to take, you know, maybe 7.30 to 8, 8 to 8.30, something like that. And we're going to, we're going to block that off to give you time to not, not give you messages and not yeah. schedule meetings and let you focus in on healthier yeah, stuff. Good stuff. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, because time time management is 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 the most important thing, and it's it it, you know, as a as a person who is about as ADD as a squirrel on Adderall, or I'm sorry, a squirrel <laughs> on on uh, uh, not Adderall. What's the stuff that, that you drink? Uh, Monster, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just am I was like picturing a squirrel on Adderall. <laughs> well, I mean, have you ever, have you ever seen Over the Hedge? Yes. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's like that squirrel when he drinks the energy drink and everything starts going really slow. Yeah. He's like, yeah. there's nothing different. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's that, that's kind of me. I'm just like uh, all over the place. And uh, yeah. time management is really, really hard. No, um, it's you know, for that kind of stuff. Sure. So, well, Brian, we have come to the end of yet another episode, and I yes. am filled with sadness. Um, but I am anticipating that enchilada casserole. So I'm also excited about it. Um, excited but, about uh, I, I want to tell our legions of listeners, right. That, you know, our inbox has been overflowing. Um, well, not really, but, uh, <laughs> we're always it interested. It could be, it could be, that's true. I mean, you know, the next, you know, I'm, I eagerly await the next email that we get at cloudwhispers at outlook.com or the next um, DM we get at cloud whispers on Twitter or yeah. on our Facebook page or anything. Um, but I hope that, you know, our, our, our listeners on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google play um, look for the cloud whispers are enriched by these conversations. And uh, if you have something that you want to hear about, please reach out to us and we'd be happy to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Comment, like, give us a topic, any anything. Um, like David said, you know, you can email us as well. Yeah. Um, we, Go out on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, we, we, we'd love that. Ratings. Heck, I'd, I'd, take, I'd take a one-star rating, to be honest with you, you know, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll start pushing it more out there, and uh, we hope everybody enjoys what we do. I hope so as well. I hope so as well. And uh, either way, let us know. Give us some feedback. And until next time, I'm going to bid you guys adieu. We'll see you later. Mm-hmm.